What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show is sponsored and proud to be part of the Scene Steelers Podcast Network and their international convention agency, who have a top-class roster of fantabulously rad movie and TV stars ready to be booked now for your next Comic-Con or other kick-ass event. Do not be dangerously insane. Check them out. You will not regret. Okay, danger heads and insaniacs, back to the show. Stand by. You're live in five, four, three, two, one. Hello pod fans, welcome to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Segment Show, home to your favourite dangerously insane retro-based fun games, doodars and whatchamacallits, such as Two Place Karaoke, Ask Dangerous, Pop Figures and more. Much more in fact, and we've added plenty of extra earcorns for your pleasure. So, let's buckle up. Rerun the fun, cause it ain't nothing but a good time, and how can you resist? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking, Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that, it's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pod Pickers. Pod Pickers. Pod Pickers. It's time for Pod Pickers. Pod Pickers. Podpickers. Hey there, Podpickers. Your favourite geolocation statistics segment is back for another week. Each week, we check out our top 20 listener locations from around the globe. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the insanely dangerous retro Pacho is riding the love is 
In at number 20. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Someday we will find the river of gold. Oh, it's Cagayan de Oro. At number 19, it's Banging Bhopal. 18, they love Toblerone, Banking. I said Banking. And Retro, it's Zurich. Oh. 17 They know who shot JR It's Dallas oh. 16 Go Broncos It's Denver And at number 15 Holler at Hyderabad 14 It's Cliffield Thirteen is long time listeners. Groovy Beach in at number twelve. It's the Angel of the North. It's Gateshead in at number eleven. It's the Deadly Durham. In at joint eighth, yes, I said joint eighth. That's ten, nine, and eight all together. It's amazing Ashford. It's mine or mine, Duke and Field. And uh, we like the new bridge, but it's not as good as old bridge. In at num at joint sixth, I should say. It's Jimi Hendrix ghost at it again. It's Woodstock and also it's our Hampshire homies, Medstead. In together for a third time in a row now. It's joint third with bitchin' Mitchin. It's a gentle beta beta partner. And he sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of his to the mark. That's the Chicago way. Of course, at number two, it's Southampton. But in at number one, it's super sexy Sandy South Park. That was Take quite me. the list. That was, twi- yeah. <laughs> that was quite the list there. Takeover, I need beer. Southport, eh? I yeah. think you did mention that they downloaded like 18 episodes or something. So Correct. In like two, three days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they yeah. I, 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 I'm not even sure they listened. I'm sure they were just like, oh, you know what I'm going to do. Just going to download it. Yeah. Nice. Well, you did say you wanted that that area to uh, to um, start listening, so there you go. Yes, I did. Yeah, I was like, oh, come on, scousers, come on, listen up, come on. Um, so they're not quite scousers. They they it's more of the the Blackpool um, of Liverpool. So it's not really Liverpool at all, but it's it's not that far away. But yeah, it's um, an absolutely stunning place. Uh, I've done my research. I want to go. That's oh. for sure. Um, but I, I'm really, I, I, you know what? Until Southport, Southampton were leading the way, yeah, and then they got overrun. But I, um, I, I, I'm loving the fact that we've got 
three, four, five joint, six, seven joint, eight, nine, ten joint. That that's uh, I I think we've had a joint third place before. Yeah, maybe, but not joint so many places. No, I think no. that's 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 fucking bonkers. So um, I had to break out the Sean Connery, the bad Sean Connery yes. impression. For the Chicago side, yeah. Yeah. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Oh, if you haven't watched, um, anyone out there hasn't watched The Untouchables, shit. I'm pretty sure that's, that film scarred me when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have been allowed to watch it. Um, uh, carry a badge. Carry a gun. Um, absolutely fucking incredible. Like I think, I think because I cried at that when I was a kid, I was slightly scarred by the violence and the sad. And it's more the sadness. Brian De Palma did such a great job of making every killing um, powerful. So even though it was a horrible, horrible time in America's history, and you think, oh, loads of people died, and we're so we've been desensitized to violence. I think we've been desensitized to violence since like the 50s or something. Yeah, yeah, people die, people die. So what? So what? Just a random stranger. Um, but every time someone dies in the Untouchables, it's fucking awful. And yeah, I, 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 I can feel my my throat close up a little bit. I was gonna go and squeak when <laughs> when I when I think about like every single bullet. Even though there's a fucking ton of them because there's machine guns everywhere, but every time a bullet gets fired, I, I I have a little, I get a little bit tight in my chest. It's it's stupendous. Um, ah, it's just it is such such a wonderful film. Um, absolutely fuck all to do with the people that are listening. No, it is a good film. <laughs> it's got off on a rant again about Chicago, um, the Untouchables in Chicago. If you leave me now, you take away the biggest part of me. There we go. We'll go back to that. Um, yeah, thank you, Chicago, for being a joint third. Um, yeah, Illinois, silly, old silly noy. You've been uh, you've been knocking around like long time listeners, um, propping us up. We love you for it. Thank you. Uh, Patna also have never been this high up. They've gone and fucking smashed it. And I decided that they they deserved, considering they've been long time listeners as well. Patna finally deserved a really good, um, a really good opening, you know, or whatever you call it. Um, so I, I used a gentle beta beta patna, which is a paraphrase. I'm paraphrasing the lyrics from Tatva by right. Kula Shaker. Do you remember Kula Shaker? Of course I do, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, I'm just substituting Tatva for Patna. I think it works. I like it. I was quite proud of it. I wanted to. I wanted to show off to Ellie and Millie, and so I realised that they wouldn't have a fucking clue what I'm talking about. Um, Mitchum, Mitchum. Sorry, Mitchum. Like, I, I, you're sharing one with Hitchin, um, but you are both bitching. No. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, amazing. Thank you for climbing up to. You're technically your fifth. Um, but you are joint third, so absolutely incredible. Woodstock and Medstead. Medstead. We don't know anyone in Medstead, but it's in Hampshire. Oh, 
Yes, our our, our power knows no bounds. <laughs> we're dead. all over. We're all over. We're all over Hampshire. Like yes, indeed. Lice on a cheap hooker. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. It's it's amazing. I love the fact that um, there's people in Hampshire, the our county, that have never met us that are listening to us. Uh, and, and and also that they're so high up the charts. They're fucking sixth, man. That's the amazing. Um, of Woodstock again. It's it's a funny week. Like for for long time listeners, long time listeners seem to have just gone. Oh, you know what? It's time for me to up my game. And everyone's decided to do it. Like there's some sort of TIDRP chat room. <laughs> And they've all to go. Oh, long time listeners. Yeah, we're one group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. What should we do? Oh, yeah. Long time listeners. We're all gonna like. We're all gonna suck it up and download a load of episodes. Oh, wow. Um, where where are we after Woodstock and Medstead? Old Bridge. We haven't seen Old Bridge in a while, so it's it's a really nice welcome back for Old Bridge. Um, Duke and Field, it's mine, all mine. That's because they're famous for their minds. I literally could not think of anything to say. It's mine, all mine. Uh, uh, Ashford, again, Ashford have been knocking around for quite a while now. Durham, Durham and you, they're 11th. There you go. Uh, they've, they've done incredibly well. Well well done, Durham. Gateshead, kind of round the corner from Durham. Am I wrong? About that sort of area, yeah. I think so. I think Whippet Beans is spreading the word. Go, guys. Um, uh, unlucky 13, long-time listeners. Grover Beach, fucking representing California, California this week. Had a ton of listeners from about, like, eight different places. Right. Um, but none of them, as far as... Oh, off the top of my head, no, 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 none of them made it in the top ten. Apart from Grover Beach, yeah. Um, so well done, Grover Beach. You know we we love it, and thank you. But yeah, all in all, like California, well done. And like you know how to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was hoping someone's gonna get it. California. Um, yeah, amazing. Uh, Clearfield. You. Ah, and since we're talking about Utah, let's not forget we got an email. We did. We did. I shared this with you, didn't I? I got. I had. Uh, I or I almost sent you the picture of my huge erection that I got. As well. <laughs> Thankfully, you didn't. Yeah. Thankfully, I didn't. Couldn't fit it in the camera. <laughs> okay. Let's have a quick look. Where are we? Beep, 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 beep. I didn't actually. I should have looked this up before we started, but of course I can't do that, can I? <laughs> wow, we are a 50p clusterfuck. We are. We are indeed. Okay, so and here we go. When we say you're going to get read out, you're gonna get read out. This is from Babble Babe. Hello, you babelicious Babble Baba. Hello, I am one of your listeners from Utah, and I have to say I have really 
enjoyed your podcast. I especially enjoyed it when you covered REO Speedwagon, the Bangles and their history, etc. Also, when you did the fast food segment in the UK, like, like Wimpy Burger, ripping a new one to McDonald's, I especially loved. I really enjoy all your work, but the ones I mentioned above were my favourite. So if you do more of that, I'd be extremely happy. So hopefully this, you know, the uh, the main show, you know, with the uh, with the uh, the battle of the of the ballads, will uh, you know that'll float her boat. Oh. Some some of the greatest TV shows are from Britain in the eighties. It'd be cool to hear your views on British TV of the eighties and nineties. Like, why did the British love Dynasty so much and Dallas? I find that odd as an American. I so said I've actually gone back to Babel Babe, and I think it's saying, yeah, we uh, we. The UK was still suffering a hangover from the Second World War in the eighties, <laughs> and uh, you know, rationing and uh, the Blitz. Because uh, I think it's probably because the uh, the US had more sort of glitz and glamour about them than some of the UK programs. To be well, honest. that's it. Well, that's it, and that's what the US represented. It was it was a place that never had those problems. No. Uh, so I mean that that's that's me. That's that's just what I think. Um uh so uh, the, the Germans loved Knight Rider with the Hoff, but I'm not sure uh that uh Britain uh, that, that, that the British were fans. Can you give us some perspective on British sitcoms and some other favorite shows from America from America the British enjoyed? Well I have let her know that uh in, in the UK we loved Knight Rider. Yes, and we do. do have we do have a soft spot for the Hoff. We do. Uh, it may not be as big as the Germans, but the, the Germans' soft spot is like the size of a skyscraper. Um, ours is the size of a nice two-bed semi-detached. Uh, <laughs> so we do have a soft spot for the Hoff, but nowhere near as as big as Germany. Um, but yes, no, we love Night Rider, and I have said that it's actually one of the Danger Man's favourite programmes. And at some point in season two or season three, we shall be doing a special episode on Knight Rider. Woohoo. All right. So that, that will be happening. Um, and she asked a question about, about British, well, I say British, yeah, yeah seaside culture, uh, something that you find in, in, in coastal towns in the, in, in the UK. Which I won't go into detail, but but we we had a little we had a little natter, and it's really nice to we've had a back and forth over a couple of emails. Um, so thank you to Utah's greatest podcaster, Babble Babe. Thank you very much. Uh, we have Babble Babe's address, and we will be sending a mug and some stickers because she actually listened to us. And sent us an email, said where she's calling in from, where she's listening from. So you can get a mug and some stickers too, because we're we're fucking loaded. <laughs> we're loaded. We love it. No, send your emails in. We will pick the best one. We will pick our favourite one. And if we can't pick our favourite one, we will just close our eyes and and <laughs> choose one at random. But you will get a mug and some stickers. You are you will not be the first one that this has happened to. Do it. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do it. 
<laughs> Listen to Arnie. Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, right. We, 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 we've wasted far too much time. On to the next segment. Well, that's all the pod pickers fit to print for another week. But don't fret, people, because right after the break, we'll be back with your weekly fix of journalistic joy from the retro month and to 3000 and what happened way back when. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What happened way back then? When? Way back then, when's then, then? Hi there, pod fans. Thanks for joining us as we take another glance into the past and have a retrospective gander at what we were all talking about back in the day. So we can do this. I send Dangerous out to the garage and I have him wheel in our favourite item of record-rousing, detail-detecting bit of kit. Here it is in all its glory, the Retro Monthanator 3000. Right, I don't know about you, but I'm hungry for some headlines. Dange, fire up that pooter. Good evening. Here are your headlines from August 1994. Sunday Trading Act comes into effect. Aston Villa pay... Wimbledon for John Fashnew and Spurs pay Monaco for Jurgen Klinsmann. BBC One airs a two-part adaptation of the Stephen King novel It. Love is all around continues as the UK number one in the charts. The mask hits the UK cinemas. Okay, okay, whoo, okay, right. Let's 
you start. I understand what you're saying with the first one with Sunday trading. I don't know. I don't think this is something that the rest of the world is going to understand. Why don't you tell the rest of the world why this is something that's so newsworthy? Well, so basically the Trading Act came into full effect on August the 26th, permitting retailers to trade on Sundays, though restricting opening hours of larger stores of maximum of six hours, which are must be between or were between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Uh, and this it would have a significant social effect on shopping shopping habits. I mean, for me, I remember, um, I don't know if it was Asda at the time, I think it may have been, but the one in Chandler's Ford where it was like, it was open all, you know, all hours, and then all of a sudden on the Sunday it closed at four. And everyone was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> it was only open for like a few hours. So. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it, that this is 94. See, now, I'm pretty sure that um, for a, a good long time, so, you know, my, my dad's only 18 years older than me. Um, and uh, I think going to B&Q is his idea of a good time or whatever. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he's quite handy. That's the thing with my dad. You know, like, go, going to B&Q means he gets to do, like, some sort of a project, which is... To be fair, once he once he finishes his project, you go, wow, oh my god, like yeah, he's very very talented. Um, but like my my granddad and my dad, my dad would go with my granddad to B and Q, uh, and this is this is like in the um, late seventies, early eighties. I swear that places like B and Q and and whatever were were a lot were open. Yeah on the Sundays, but they would make so much business that it would be worth it because what happened was before the trading act, um, if you were open on Sunday, you got fined. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got fined, but places like B and Q were making money, um, like hand over fist. And so it was totally worth. It was totally worth them staying open and making the money. Then at some point, someone's gone like, you know, this isn't, you know, they moved because the reason why they're closed on Sunday is because, you know, it's the Lord's Day. It's, it's to do with religion. Yeah. Uh, at some point, uh, the government went, well, let's, you know, religion has its place, but it can go fuck itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the Church of England can go fuck itself. You know, we need to boost the economy. Let's concentrate on doing that. These shops are open anyway. They're gonna they're paying the fines. Um, they could probably end up paying more taxes on shit than than they are fines. Um, yeah. Let's allow them to stay open. So like you know, so but you know what we'll do? We'll we'll legally ease the people of the UK into it. Like the people who are going to like piss and moan and go, Oh, I can't believe, I can't believe you've let them stay open on a Sunday and not find them. Uh, the, you, have, you have to appease the Karens. Yeah. Okay. And so that's what the, um, as the thing was about, you know, this big mega store in Chandler's Ford is round. It's all Southampton, but it's, you know, it's round the corner from Dange where Dange grew up. I knew of it. It was just, you know, oh, too far away. Yeah, the, yeah, even, yeah. I, I probably would have been allowed to walk around Southampton all by myself. 
all day long. My mum and dad wouldn't have given a fucking shit. It was like, <laughs> get out, fatty. Go and walk from one end of Southampton to the other. Um, <laughs> but there's no way I'm walking to uh, uh, Charles Ford Asda from, right. from where I'm living. Um, <laughs> no, no way. No, I might, I might have biked it, actually. Oh, you know. Um, but yeah, it was the biggest shopping centre in Southampton. It worked well, centre, but you know, uh, store in Southampton. It was bloody massive. It's I'm I'm thinking it still is the biggest shop, isn't it, in Southampton? Uh, I mean, pretty big. I would say so, in terms of that sort of area. Um, I mean, there is another Asda in Southampton, but it's not as uh, big as that. It's not as big as the, the uh, superstore in. In sort of Charles Ford, so. I said I went to went to Berry, um, you know, round the corner from Manchester, and um, theirs is no bigger than ours. Right. Yeah, you know, that's that's pretty friggin' big, but it's no it's no bigger than uh, Charles Ford's one. That's that's yeah, you know, it, it is it's a whopper. Um, but yeah, so then and then after a while, um, I remember like you know they they kind of they changed the trading thing and just went. Oh yeah, yeah. You know how it used to be ten till six, and then we changed it from something stupid like midday until four. Oh well, you know, let you know, you can earn more. Ah, uh, we can tax you more. Ah, uh, we can make more money. I just want to know how the fucking country got along before the Sunday Trading Act. Oh, <laughs> I mean, where was our fucking money coming from? Like bloody hell, there was more people. Uh, uh, honestly, I. Sorry, there's less people. There's less people buying shit. There's more people than ever. I just want to know where the fucking money's going. I reckon it's just going in politicians' pockets. Yeah, that's all it is. We're, they're making more money out of us than ever before. Yeah. And but apparently there's no fucking money to pay nurses to make sure that we can look after sick and dying people. We're not doing politics. Sorry. Shut up, guys. Shut up, guys. Um, but Let's yes, move on to the next one. Then. Yes, but a, a fantastic point, dude, because it's um, I haven't spoken about that kind of shit since my granddad died, like years and years and years ago, and I don't really get around to see my old man. Yeah. So that that's a great point that I don't think the rest of the world really knows about. So well done, as per usual. You picked a banger. Well done. So what was the next one? It was um, uh, it was Fash. Villa, yeah, Villa pay 1.35 for long-serving striker John Fashnew and Spurs pay Monaco 2 million for German striker Jürgen Klinsmann. You know what? I forgot that Klinsmann was at Monaco. Um, I've been I've been buying a lot of retro shirts recently. Right. Uh, and um, so what I've been doing, I've been going back to something that I used to do when I was a teenager, pre, um, well, not pre-internet, um, but pre-decent Social internet. media, yeah. Yeah, or you know, pre-Wikipedia. Yeah. You know? um, so pre-de- you know, you, uh, you'd, you'd have to like, bing, 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 brrrr, yeah. You're like, you, dial up internet yeah you, you, you're waiting forever and all you want to do is see the year that um, he joins Spurs yeah. or what you can do you can go to your thick ass encyclopedia <laughs> that you get for 15 quid 
Yeah. And it literally has all the information from 1900 until, ni- uh, let's see, 1997. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm hugely into my history anyway. So this is a, you know, I love this fucking encyclopedia. It was incredible. I, it, it was so, I remember carrying it home and thinking, this is so fucking heavy. Why don't I, why don't I have a bag? Um, <laughs> It was brilliant. Yeah, I think I was about 14. It was brilliant. And 14-year-olds might laugh at me for buying a, a, a book the size of a bookcase. But <laughs> it, was, it was fucking tremendous. There was so much information there. And I'm so knowledgeable for reading that thing from cover to cover three, four, five times over. Um, I haven't said that. I still forgot that Klinsman was a bloody Monaco. But also, also, even worse than that, because Klinsman was a big deal, yeah. Fash didn't play for Villa, did he? Did, yeah, yeah. I'm that not... couldn't have been for very long. Uh, I want to say it was for a good year or two, I think, because, I mean, I know he got uh, the Gladiators um, gig, because that was in Birmingham, wasn't it? That was at the NEC. Uh, but I'm trying to think. I think I know it was 94. Because uh, I don't know how long he played the game after that. So he may have retired there. I think he did. He so, yeah, must not, have been he was there for a season. Yeah, he was there for a season and retired in 95. How many games did he play in that season? 13. Scored three goals. 13 scored three goals. Okay. So they basically bought him. So he could I do mean, gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking they. Oh, God, no, yeah, he was injured a lot. He yeah, was he was injured a lot, and he's getting on. And they they wanted a big unit because he was a big fucking unit, and like he, he was a good presenter. You kind of yeah. forgot that he was a, a footballer. Oh, that's it, <laughs> especially for footballers at the time. Yeah. Um, there was very few footballers that could. Footballers went on to footballer programs. Yeah. Footballers didn't go on to non-footballing programs. Uh, Fash paved the way for that, and he he had a he had a lovely voice. He did. Um, and, and he does. He, he does. <laughs> he does even. He's not dead. Yeah. Um, I, I. But we mean on gladiators. So therefore, yeah, he did. We're talking past tense and gladiators past tense. Um, he, he was tremendous. And um, so you did forget that he was a brute, and that's yeah. what he was. He was a brute, but yeah, you know, it's and, and and gladiators made me forget that. But then you see the state of like Gary Mabbitt's uh, broken eye socket. Yeah, yeah, he was a he, and and Alex Ferguson, uh, for people who don't know, is a former long time long term manager, very successful manager of Manchester United. He hated John Fashion. He thought he's an absolute see you next Tuesday. Um, yeah, he just because he was just a dirty shit. Yeah. So um yeah, there you go. I but yeah it's he got his move to Villa, he got a couple of extra quid, he got a TV gig, you know, you can't I, I'm he he did well. In a time where I think he 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 played most of his football before football was sexy. Yeah. 
and um and right at the end he made a point of going let's use what i can yeah so well done to him but yeah two million for um Klinsman for monaco that's a big deal sorry who, who bought him for two million spurs spurs yeah okay yep so he's about oh god who where did he go from spurs I want to say he went to back he to Bayern Munich. He went to Germany, I think. Yeah, so he would have gone to Bayern Munich. He would have gone on to bigger and better things. Like It's almost as though Spurs bought him and the whole world thought he was on the way down. Right. Um, but he wasn't on the way down. Like He, 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 he tore it up in... He tore it up in this brand new league and he, he you know, he... <laughs> He fucked defenders up the arse, left, right, and centre. Did really, really well, because um, like the the French league wasn't and still isn't brilliant. No, I mean, um, it's kind of like one team in the French league. Yeah, I think the French league was probably better then than it is now. Yeah, a bit more competitive. Was it any better than the Premiership was at that time? Possibly oh. slightly, maybe. Yeah. I think I think around I want to say around ninety-four was when clubs started attracting star players like yeah. Klinsman and that to the clubs. You know, Chelsea were one of the first, you know, they got like, you know, the buff and those kind of guys. Yeah. It came Yeah, that's true. Yeah. From, yeah. So. Klinsman was a a trailblazer in that respect. He was um he he was a huge signing. He was a world superstar. Yeah. Um, and people forget that because... Well, 21 goals in 41 appearances for Spurs in one season. Oh, he and then went, pretty went, much won every other game, which is brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Went to Bayern for two seasons, scored 31 goals in 65 games. Um, that's absolutely fine. And 2 million is... Um, a fair amount of money back, a, time, back, back then, yeah, yeah, fair amount of money. So, all right, the first time I watched it, I was wondering where it was going to be. Honest, sorry, dude, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Okay. <laughs> it, yes, it, um, was, it was very creepy, it <laughs> was very creepy. Um, I remember watching this, and it must have been a Odyssey. Oh, so, what's this, 94? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was watching this in '96, yeah. um, and I'm pretty sure I was very close to shitting my pants. Yeah, I think um, I remember watching it in '94, thinking, you know, I've got BBC One, I've got a video player, can record it. But I think I remember watching it and thinking, shit, what have I done? <laughs> what, <laughs> am I, what am I watching? <laughs> It is. It's terrible, isn't it? It's like this. Like Tim Curry makes that as Pennywise. I know. It, I know the new one, or especially part one of the new one is is absolutely exceptional. Uh, the second one is a, in my opinion, I think they've they've let themselves down. I think it's a bit of a. Sh- I think it's a piece of shit. The second one, and it doesn't. Ah, uh, second one anyway. Yeah. The yeah the second one of the new ones is not very good at all. Um, they've really let themselves down, especially when you compare it to the first one. Um, the first one was so bad. I was what you know, not so bad, but so scary. I should say, sorry, 
yeah at times i was like god i'm so glad that millie is sat next to ellie and ellie is sat next to me so i can jump every now and again and i can like let out a, a nervous fart or something every now and again <laughs> it was brilliant um and that, that that's how i felt about the original because there's something about tim curry yeah uh he turns right he just he's got these lines and like god bless tim curry is i am the eater of worlds and children i can't do i can't do tim curry i i he's, he's got this tremendous voice that has never been never been replicated and right. uh i'm the eater of worlds um and i, I <laughs> he's got ever so slightly uh prominent kind of like maybe ever so slightly buck teeth and he's yeah. got the, the fake teeth on top of that the the pointy ones and he's got the shape okay so he's got contact lenses in like colored contact lenses but it's the shape of tim curry's eyes it's the shape along with his own voice and i swear to god the first time i watched that I, I, I can feel I can feel that sensation going through my body now. There's a little part of me as someone who's almost I'm almost 40 years old and I want to cry a little bit because I can remember how I felt the first time I watched it. I was like, that is absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah. We're, we're so blessed. And yeah. I say I say this quite often. We're so blessed with um some of the tremendous films and TV programs that we had. Uh, obviously, some of it is tacky as fuck. Uh, if you've ever seen, if you've ever seen, uh, there's like someone, like a fan, has made uh, an opening, uh, an alternate opening to Game of Thrones. Like if Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones was made in the nineties. Yeah. And you watch it, and you're like, God, yeah, this is really bad, isn't it? <laughs> oh it's so tacky oh it's so bad oh it's awful um but then sometimes we got it so right and um yeah yeah it's, it's excellent and it, it's not entirely loyal to the master you know to you know the, the king of horror is not entirely loyal to to his you know to his masterpiece but no. Oh man, it, it did there's, it's the job. It did do the job and um Millie has actually watched the new one. Yeah. Got a bit scared at the first half, didn't get scared at the second half, has watched the nineties one, has never finished the nineties one. Right. Too much for her. <laughs> Too much for her. Right. And that's yeah, and, and you know, it's even though even though it's corny in places when it's scary holy fucking shit is it scary and you don't need any special effects because no. it's all about the acting yeah holy shit. like, like the, sometimes the special effects do fuck it up like the uh, the horrible <laughs> horrible terrible spider in the second half yeah but you know um you know it actually uh was i think was the first film that made me okay so you, you you're aware of the concept of suicide okay you're aware of the concept of suicide it's not something that you've considered 
mm-hmm. but you are aware that other people have done it. Yeah. And I think uh, no matter how hard your life is, I think still when you're a teenager, you haven't seriously considered it um, or can seriously understand why someone might do it. I watched the 90s it and one of them commits suicide rather than going back to face yeah pennywise and that's the first time i went i watched it and i was shocked i was like i was horrified i I, but there's after about five minutes i went i get it (laughs) fucking hell come on jeez that's that's i was 11 yeah there's no reason 11 year old should be going i get why you committed suicide son don't worry mate i've got your back but like <laughs> fucking how 11 years old if it was 94 i would just realize maybe i didn't watch it that late actually i'm thinking i'm thinking of the um the exorcist which is what i watched in 96 right. um yeah that's that's balmy that's that's again I could talk for hours about it. Let's not. We'll we'll cover this in another episode. We'll do an episode about it. That's fucking amazing, son. Like you you've you've nailed it there. Well done. Um, what was next? It's uh, it was wet, wet, wet. Yeah, love is all around. It, it was number is. one for like ever. In, in, <laughs> or, was it, it just? Might... In, it continued in August. I think it. Trying to think when it started. I think it must have been like July or June or something, because it was like thirteen or fourteen weeks as number one. Yeah, it's it's a great song, but unfortunately, it just got played to death. I thought, and it's like, oh, you need it. For me, I was like, I need a rest. I need a break from this, from this song. Yeah, I can understand why other people did. Um. For some reason, it's one of those songs. It's one of those, um, you know, like everything I do, I didn't get sick of. I don't think I got sick of. I remember other people getting sick of it. I didn't didn't get sick of that one. No, and and um, everything is all around me. I, I, I don't think I got sick of that either. Um. I've, but then I think I got a bit of a soft spot for wet, wet, wet. Um, I had an uncle who, oh, I don't know why, for some reason, I think I took the mickey out of him for liking wet, wet, wet when I was like nine or ten. Right. And he said, and um, he, he's a very, very clever guy. Um, yeah. And I learned a lot from him. Like I, I could have been a right chavy bellend if it wasn't for <laughs> for for my uncle. Um, and uh, and he he got me to stop, think about what I was saying, and how what the reason why he liked everything that why he liked wet wet wet. And I listened to an album uh, before they released that song and i was like actually no this is really good next thing you know in you know in a spooky coinky dink they're releasing that so so maybe that's why i never got sick of it but um that's one that's that's one of my favorite songs to murder okay well no i can understand that it it is now it's like it's just if you listen to it it's like a great song but 
back then after a few weeks I, my, I was just like okay I've, 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 I've had enough of it now <laughs> I don't think it's one that really translates like it, it, it was a it was can't remember who sung it originally but it was in the 60s right um I and there's you're tempted when you hear a song whether it's the the original or the cover version if it's the first version that you've heard you'll like that version I find right. and that's fine I, I I get that um but I really don't like the original version of it I prefer the wet 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 version sure. um I, I've tried I, um oh god we're talking maybe four years ago maybe um this is before Mills got all badass and like you know leather jacket and glasses <laughs> and slip knots and everything that she's now into um we took her to see uh, a panto and um yeah i and she but what she was starting to do at that point was starting to listen to older music and enjoy some stuff like she was listening to a bit of madonna a bit of michael jackson um, even turn around and saying something cute like, "Oh, I miss Michael Jackson." And Ellie would say, "You never met him." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think she might have even been born in the year when Michael Jackson died. I can't remember now. But anyway, um, she starts to listen to some older music, and uh, and she was like liking some of it. Yeah, you know, it's really good. We like you know educating her early. Well done, great, cool stuff. Um, and um she really enjoyed peter pan and captain hook was played by marty pello yeah okay so if anyone doesn't know marty pello is the it was the the lead singer of wet 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 uh, he did a really good job like hammy as you like over the fucking top but i think right. he wrote a lot of the songs for the show as well and um you know all the kids yeah all the kids were booing him even when he introduced himself as marty Right. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was laughing about it and he, then all of a sudden he starts breaking out the Scottish accent and everything all the kids are majorly confused and he whipped the, the plastic hook off and he's like thank you for coming out to see the show we, yeah, and I'm not going to do Scottish accent uh, we've already lost enough Scottish listeners um yeah, thank you for doing. Yeah, thank you for coming out to show. We had a really good time. The kids all of a sudden just turn, you know, realize that it's not Captain Hook and start cheering for him. <clears throat> Millie and her friend was one of them. And I said, you know, I said, oh, he's the guy that sung this song. And I told her the song, and she just, she literally just went, oh yeah, I don't like that song. <laughs> like, what? How can you not like that song? Like. And, it's, she wasn't even one of those people that was there to get sick of it. No. If if it was Ellie, well, actually Ellie wasn't there. <laughs> Ellie was Ellie was born in '94. She's not that much younger than me, but still, it's like fucking hell. You, like oh. it's not like you were there to get pissed off and bored with it. I just. No. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so I, I keep doing this. I keep oh, pissing and moaning. Let's move on to the last one then about the mask. Yes. Scary movie. Now, I went to see this at the cinema. Right. And obviously, it being 94, this is my first year at secondary school. So I still had some friends who I didn't, who didn't go to the same, uh, like the next school. Yeah. So in, in England, 
uh, or yeah, in the UK at 11. Well, it's funny, actually. Do you remember? I don't know. You would have gone out a different year. My year. I went in. I went to junior school in 93. So. Right. So you would have been the year above me. But yeah. there was two. And the year below you, a.k.a. me. Yeah. Went to secondary school at the same time, didn't we? Do you remember that? Uh, my. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, OK. So what happened was that way back when I don't know when that's appropriate. I use that phrase. Um, kids would go to s- secondary school. At, you know, so they, you know, they, uh, you know, the the next one up where you, 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 you're there for five years, then you leave school for anyone that's not from the UK. Um, they would go to secondary school at, say, like, I think it was 12 or right. something like that uh, yeah, or 11 and then it changed to yeah. 12 and then at some point it changed back to 11 and i my year was right. the first year that went at 11 okay instead of 12 again like they changed it back so it was a big big deal that me, you know me and my friends were going at 11 years old and the year above us were going at 12 right okay so it was a it, it was a big big deal and um for where, yeah, even though the school round the corner from me was the second best school in Southampton, you know, mm-hmm. in, in lots of um, the old uh, didgeridoo, what's it called? You know, the one that rates all the schools. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, I can't remember. Something Stead. I think I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I not Stansted. Not Stansted, <laughs> not Minstead. <laughs> Oh damn! But yeah, so um, there, there was a round the corner from me. There was a huge, huge school that was a couple of hundred years old, and that was that's the you know King Edward's. It's it's still there. It's fucking massive and yeah. beautiful and important looking. Um, but you know that's 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 the best school in Southampton. And at the time, the school that I went to was the second best. Where you know, uh, you know, you didn't get any dickheads going to King Edward's, that big important one. You had dickheads going to my school, uh, <laughs> little bellends, you know, chavy, you know, chavy bellends. Um, but a lot of my chavy bellend friends from my middle school, from my young, you know, the, the other school, they didn't end up going there. And one of my best friends that didn't go there, and uh, I kept in touch with a guy called Tom, who's about I swear he was about like three foot taller than me. He was huge. I swear he, he he was like five foot eight, five foot nine when he was like ten. Okay. He was he was an absolute monster. Right. Um, he was absolutely huge. He was taller than some people's parents when he was ten <laughs> years old. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he's huge, absolutely huge guy. Um, bonkers, balmy. Um. Yeah, it's just a um, yeah, just a wrong and I can imagine he's. I, I lost lost touch with him, but I re- I, I reckon he's up to all kinds of no good now. <laughs> uh, but I I decided I wanted I wanted to go watch to watch the mask with him. Fucking hell! Like I look back at those memories now, and now I realise like sometimes I go, God, I hate kids. <laughs> Uh, like we we I remember walking from the best cinema 
that we had in Southampton at the time, all the way through to town. And I think we walked all the way around town and then walked back home. I reckon it's about two hours of just quoting Jim Carrey lines, yeah, from <laughs> the mask. Yeah. Oh God, kids are so annoying. <laughs> but yeah. it was that kind of film, wasn't it? It was that much of a big deal. It was. We love Jim Carrey. Was that his breakout film? I can't remember. Uh, I want to say that was that before Ace Ventura, or was it after? I, um, I, I think a... it was pre-Ace. Think it, well, you, you yeah. googling it? Yeah, I think I think Ace Ventura came out in the same year. It was done in '94 as well as The Mask, but I think um, I want to say Mask came out first, but I'm not 100% certain on that. But I know they were both done in '94. Um, yeah, so he, he did Ace Ventura, Mask, and Dumb and Dumber in '80 in '94. So bloody hell, that's three films in one year. Yes. Oh, crikey, that must have been shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, didn't make a lot of money, did he? <laughs> so I think Ace Ventura looks like it came out first, then The Mask, then Dumb and Dumber. So I think Ace Ventura was before The Mask. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's a bit weird. Okay. Well, yeah, but still, it's um, he he was he was an absolutely huge huge deal going yeah. back to last week's episode i remember watching um going live i think had a going live had a, an ace ventura uh impression competition right and there's like three kids going like doing uh, you know something yeah you know, oh i know I can't remember. I can't remember an, an Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura line that basically, yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah they they would like, yeah, completely and utterly just like, oh shit, in front of a camera, and then this one kid's like, oh hello, like it was just completely over the top, got no fear, loved the camera, and, and clearly he he won it. But that was, um, I remember that being '94. Yeah. Oh wow, that that was Jim Carrey is not he does not make fantastic films. However, I do feel bad for him that he has got typecast in this role as overacting clown. Well, like heavy yeah. actor. Like I, I know I know some of it is his own doing, you know, liar liar and uh Ace Ventura, but you know, he he does some smashing stuff and some when I when I like him, I really, really like him. So I, I I and I kind of do actually like the mask because yes it is Jim Carrey going O T T. Yeah. But I actually really like Stanley Ipkiss which is his character, if anyone doesn't know. Stanley Ipkiss is Jim Carrey's character when he's not playing the mask, you know, the, you know, the, the, the mask, the, when he's wearing the mask, the, the green-faced, yeah. uh, you know, god of mischief. Yeah. Um, yeah, when he plays Stanley Ipkiss, he's actually a really likeable guy. Uh, and he doesn't overact, and he kind of, like, plays it cool. Um, I actually also really love The Mask because um, 
I always have this memory of Cameron Diaz just having just a little bit more holding, you know, carrying a little bit more timber. Yeah, I think that was a first movie. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I just, I just seem to remember Breakout you know, movie. Cameron Diaz just being having like ever so slightly chunky hips. Yeah, and I was thinking like, God damn you're a real woman like I, I you know like since i was like 10 or 11 years old i just yeah you know, I, I like a slightly thicker set woman you know don't like you know obviously it doesn't fucking matter does it in the grand scheme of things um uh, but i just you know at 10 or 11 years old it's like you know come on curse to die for in hindsight actually i think she's probably always looked the same there's never been any bigger or smaller in any of her films but in in my mind i thought she was you know like um more curves than a train track and i thought i i, I loved that at 11 years old it's amazing what runs through your mind isn't it <laughs> yeah but um, dude, uh, I, I keep saying it, but I keep saying that every single week you you, you, you bring us these little pearls of joy. Um, as much as I'm lo- loving '94, you can go back to the '80s as well. By the way, I will <laughs> I, I will know. get enthusiastic about the '80s too. I know. I know. But you keep bringing up these absolutely beautiful little like gems for me to talk about. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, this is our longest. What happened way back when ever? Is it? How <laughs> yeah. long is it? Forty-two minutes. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Gaz is gonna have to do some serious editing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. Let's stop there. Okay. No more retro journalistic joy for you lot this week. That's your lot. We'll be back real soon, right after the break. Hello, nostalgia lovers. This is Lisa from Life After Movies, and you are listening to the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show, which is insanely dangerously retro. Toothpaste Karaoke. Time for Toothpaste Karaoke. Hello my friends, I hope you're all primed and raring to go for everyone's favourite fluoride fun-filled sing-song sensation. Yes indeed, it's this week's episode of Toothpaste Karaoke. If you've never listened before, then what happens is that my long-suffering co-host, Mr. Dangerous, tries his utmost to guess what songs I'm singing whilst I'm brushing my pretty white and shinies. But on top of that, what links these songs together? It's devilishly difficult, so I hope you're all paying attention as you play along at home. So, Dangerous, what am I singing for song one? (laughs) 
Okay, that was song one, baby. What was that? Mm, it's a tough one, actually. I'm not quite sure. I might need to come back to that one. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Oh, I'm sad about that. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a minute and seven yeah. i really i really thought oh yeah he's gonna get this one okay okay let's have a look uh because i changed the song for song two at the last moment oh you bear with me ah yes here we go what we're singing for song two Okay, song two. What was song two, baby? That is Take a Look at Me Now, Phil Collins, right? Well, against all odds, but yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it against was. all odds, yes. <laughs> Even <laughs> Doesn't matter. I knew what you were trying to say. Well done, champ. Yes, it's Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Okay, right. I love the confidence. I love the confidence that you said that. We, we like. I I think that was that. And it's like great. Okay, we're starting to get into it's our great, groove. But it's wrong. But it's great. <laughs> I was thinking we're starting to get into the groove with TPK now because I think I, I think our listeners like it. Um, but I I think it was starting to go. Like, okay, song one, no fucking idea. Song two, no fucking idea. How about song three? No, still no fucking idea. <laughs> That's a great segment. On to the next week. <laughs> um, so that's good. Yeah, you already you really starting to smash it recently. Okay. Last song. Song three. What am I singing in song three? <laughs> Okay, song three. What was I singing for song three? That's Sledgehammer, right? Boom! Gabriel? Yes! Yes! Sorry, I shouldn't be so fucking chuffed that you get it, but I was like, that, I was listening. Usually I listen to a song and I go, come on, how can you not get that? And that, there's a little point in that song where I went, oh, he's not going to get this, is he? 
It's going to be one out of three. Fuck's sake. You got it. I'm like, yes, bloody right. Come on, you bastard. Okay, we're going to go back to song number one. Come on. Come on. Open up those frigging brain cells. Come on, dude. Let's get three for three. Come on. Woo. All right. Song one. What am I singing for song one? again we went back to song one replayed it you've got song two and song three already can you get all three my brain is not working on this one don't say that (laughs) don't say that it's not as recognizable in my brain bank as the other two okay well Song one was Mike and the Mechanics. Oh. What was the name of the song? It wasn't Living Years, was it? It's over my shoulder. Over my shoulder. Looking back over my shoulder. You know, my fucking singing yes. voice is wasted on this fucking show. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Okay, right. Well, you didn't get song number one, but you did get two and three. What was the link? Do you think you can guess from two songs? Well, I know the guy Mike was in Genesis with Phil Collins, right? So was Peter Gabriel in Genesis as well? Peter Gabriel was the lead singer in Genesis. Ah, there we go. There we go in Genesis. Oh, you sexy beast. You got, you got three out of four again, you bastard. Oh. Well done. One oh. of these weeks I'll get four out of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, dude. I like that was really I, I really like I really enjoyed that one. What I was gonna do was obviously over my shoulder, sledgehammer, I was gonna do uh GCC knows me, but then I realized when I started singing, it's like I don't know the first verse. <laughs> Jesus, you know. I don't I I, I, I love the song. I yeah. love the song. Uh and then I realized because like it's really difficult sometimes it's really quite difficult. You like you you know a song, you know a verse here, or you might know a verse there. Obviously, you know the chorus, and that's why you love that song. And then I was like, a I, 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 different Phil Collins song. <laughs> so I had to go for Against All Odds, which um, 
like Chief Vic, Chief Karen Vic, I absolutely love. Yeah. I love Against All Odds. Uh, that would turn me into a weepy, crying little boy. Yes, great song. Brilliant. Right. We need to crack on because we took a long time with what happened way back when. What's we next? What's Half next? Dangerous. Half dangerous. Okay, let's go. No more time for fluoride fun fill for volatility this week. We'll be back right after the break. How's it going, everybody? This is Chewy. And this is Monica. And we are from the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. <laughs> Where we talk about stuff like horror films, shows, and folk legends. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podchaser. Like us and give us a review. As dangerous days, stuff about the old days. Gas has got the questions, Dave's got the memories. Maybe not his bottle, but you trivia, yeah. Here we are again, folks. We are back after taking a break to catch up with the shows and what not. It's that time of the week again where Gaz comes up with a new Ask Dangerous from his Ask from the Ask Dangerous Vault because most people can't be bothered to send anything in. We said goodbye. The taxi cab is waiting. Now don't you cry. Just one more kiss before I have to go. Hey girl, I know the situation's changed and so much is new. But something in my life remains the same because everything changes but you. We're a thousand miles apart, but I know I love you. Everything changes but you. You know every single day I'll be thinking about you. <laughs> oh, I'm Gary Barlow and you're Robbie. Are yes. you Robbie or are you Mark or are you Howard? Oh, probably the less popular one, so I'll probably be Howard or something. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'll be the be, manager. I'd, you'll be Robbie, and I'll, I'll be um, Gary. Because, you know, <laughs> Gary got a bit of stick during the 90s, so... Yeah, that works, actually. He did, a, he did a shit number one, and his career died, and then he all of a sudden he'd gone back, and he's like, oh, I'm Gary Barlow. So yes, we all like Gary. No, it, he, he had a career resurgence, and we all like Gary Barlow. Whereas Robbie Williams is there waving his willy around, going hyperactive. <laughs> so that does kind of like that does you know, like Gary, Gary Barlow is a bit more steady and regular, but everyone generally kind of likes him, which is you. And then it's like you know uh, Robbie Williams is Marmite, which is you know you either love him or you hate him. Waves his willy around. He's got, you know, he's just like, <laughs> yeah. So that would be me. Yeah. So we're you're Gary Barlow. I'm Robbie Williams. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck it up. Sorry, I hijacked your. I hijacked no, no, it's your fine. It's, fine. <laughs> no, it's all good. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to ask Jazz now and say, what have you got in your RC vault? Ask Dangerous vault. Oh, I love it in the vault. Oh, fucking that old twinge again. Right. Here we go. Get your lug holes. Get your get your shell likes around this one. 
The Earth is fucked. Okay. Right. This much we know. Yes. Okay. It's something like out of a disaster film. Right? Something out of a, out of an early Steven Spielberg film with rocks falling from the sky. Not from anywhere in particular. Just there's just rocks falling from the sky because that's what that's what uh, Steven Spielberg did back in the early days. Just fucking rocks everywhere. <laughs> and all of a sudden. This UFO comes down. People, people are screaming. They're running around. Ah, it's the end of days. We said this is going to happen. <laughs> uh, E.T. comes down in his flying saucer. And he, he's, he's there. He lands on the island. And he point, he's there in... in uh, can I say where you live? On the Isle of Wight? Yeah, yeah specifically though. If you want. Uh, he's there in Horringford. Okay. And uh, yeah, I just knew I just knew that shit off the top of my head. That's weird. Um, I've never no. been there, and yet I know that. And he just comes down and goes, "Oh, dangerous!" And you're like, "Oh shit, he's talking to me." <laughs> he, he like he waddles down down the uh, the you know the little ramp he has. Yeah. And he go he he gives you a little bit of paper. And he goes, "Project." Ginger. And basically, what he wants is he wants you. He's going to rescue you. Fuck everyone else. Okay. Okay. But he's going to rescue you, and he's going to rescue two other ginger male celebrities from the eighties and nineties. I mean, you're <laughs> not ginger. I don't really think of you as ginger, but I I ran out of scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you're a bit ginger. You're not massively ginger, but you're a bit ginger. You're more auburn. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the guy from Mask. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and three redheaded slash ginger women to populate a new planet. Right. Okay. So you need two other. You need two other ginger men. Two, uh, three famous ginger women. From the 80s and 90s to populate a whole Mars. Fuck it, the red planet. That makes sense, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) They'll they'll build. They'll they'll, you know, ET and his race will build. You know how you know housing for you. Okay. They'll start a new civilization because they've realised that the rest of planet Earth are just a bunch of pricks, (laughs) and the gingers are much maligned. You know what? Actually, they haven't deserved all this. Bull- well, some of you have, not all of you, but some of you have. Some, some <laughs> of you are fucking wankers, but they won't get saved, so it's okay. Right. They'll they'll get squashed by Steven Spielberg flying rock from you know out of shot. Out of <laughs> the camera can't see it where it's falling from, but it will hit. It'll hit him. The guy I'm thinking about. Um, so, but but not you, because E.T.'s going to save you. Now, who who are the two other men and who are the three women that are going to populate Mars full of ginger people? Go! <laughs> Yay, right, wow. Okay. Um, who are the ginger men? Two other ginger men. To... From the 80s and 90s. The 80s and 90s. Um, I... <sighs> oh, sorry, I just threw my pen across the room. Right. Please carry on. <laughs> you just you just pissed off that I haven't answered you straight away. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna make noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 
for the first man, I'm going to say David Caruso. <gasps> oh, okay. Okay. So we've we've already got our first our our prime specimen. Yeah. Of ginger man is already an understated, understated cool dude. But but you know what? That's not enough. We need two. No, we do. Yes. So not only do we have Dangerous Dave, we've also got David Caruso. So you're there going like, what do you think, Dave? I don't know, Dave. You sure you don't know, Dave? <laughs> Pretty sure I don't know. Like, there's two of you like, oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> two smooth talking, understated ginger Daves. It's like, oh my god, the ladies will just be like, they'll just be like frothing, and they won't stand a chance. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Okay, so who's the who's the third ginger male? Hmm. John right. Hartson. Dave Kitson. <laughs> John Hartson. <laughs> Dave Kitson. Oh God, Dave Kitson. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, Wes Brown. Wes Brown. <laughs> oh man sorry okay I am going to oh, I can't think of the guy's name at the moment that's, that I'm thinking of um, what's he in let's have a little google shall we he's been in quite a few stuff but <laughs> I can't think of what he's been in at the moment oh, come on come on son Okay, so where is he? 40s, 50s, 20s, teens? He's in his 50s. Okay. 50, uh, is he English? No. American? Canadian? American, I think. American. Okay, 50-year-old American ginger actor. Oops, I can't spell actor. It's Q space tour. <laughs> Immediately, 50-year-old 50, 50 ginger American actor, Tilda Swinton. You're not! <laughs> no! Ron Howard. Deb- I want to say know. his name's like Michael something, and I can't think of his surname. Michael. He's been in loads of stuff. There's uh, Chuck. There Chuck. is the Norris. Oh, Mr. Chuck Norris is there. Mr. Chuck Norris, yeah. Well, I think, well, I think that is probably my second answer then. Oh, Chuck really? Yeah. yeah. Fuck the Chuck other guy. Chuck Norris, yeah. Dying flames. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chuck Norris. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris. Oh, amazing. So we've got you, David Caruso, and Chuck Norris. Fucking hell. The aliens don't stand a chance. No. Fucking so now, now we need three women, right? Oh, God. Now this, I say this is going to be the fun bit. That sounds really, that sounds like really predatory. But, <laughs> um, man, I mean, apart from... The girl that I went out with for nine years, red-headed women. Damn. Um, <laughs> the, the girl that I went out for nine years is 
Uh, like Kevin Hart says, it's not she's not an X, she's a Y, as in why did I go out with you? <laughs> okay, so famous. I'm gonna go for God, my brain is not working in terms of Oh, you can't use that anymore, you've used it too much. Oh no, it's not that. It's just, I'm literally <laughs> she was in um evolution. And I can't remember her name. Oh. The film, yeah? Yes. With David Duchovny and... Uh... My phone's playing silly buggers. Oh, I forgot she was in there. You know what? It's so weird that you say that. She was... She was my first... Uh, Julianne Moore was my first... Yes, that's it. Was yeah. my first suggestion. She, uh, damn. Yeah, like she's like, oh man, she she's just real class. Yeah, yeah, shit. Like she's not um, insta 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 scam model slut kind of attractive. <laughs> she's just fully classed woman. Hot. Yeah. yeah, nice. I like that. That's a good start. Okay, second Moore. one. Is actually quite easy to think of actually it's going to be Gillian Anderson oh of course of course it's Gillian Anderson and you know what that's really weird when I mean, you said David Duchovny I was like shit didn't think of Gillian Anderson <laughs> yeah. yeah oh wow some ridiculously attractive women so far okay um I think my third one will be Isla Fisher Oh, is she 90s? She was in Home and Away in the 90s, so I'd say that's 90s. Oh, can, can I just double check? Just want to double check. Just want to double check. Isla Fisher. <laughs> Isla Fisher. Check oh, away, but she oh, was. She's 45. Yeah. So. I would say she's proper, proper, proper 90s. Oh, but then loads of her shit is like 2000. It's all the 2000s and onwards. It was in Home and Away in about 96, 95. Oh, oh, fuck it. Go on then. As Shannon Reed. Is it Shannon Reed? Oh, I can't remember. I think that was her name in, in Home and Away. Yeah. Shit. It was. Wow. There we go. Okay. That was good. <laughs> that was that was quicker than most art entrances. <laughs> we're always gonna if we're talking about sex with Julianne Moore, Julian Anderson, and Isla Fisher, we're always gonna be quick. <laughs> we're always gonna be quick. Okay, so um <laughs> okay. well it's, that's yeah, that that's it. Oh, thank you. Lo lovely yeah. ladies. Oh, done. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. Well, you are you're you're the young stud out of those three as well. I see you went for uh, guys who probably need a little bit of a little bit of a helping hand for just for men. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're talking like you know they're they're being taken from the eighties and the nineties, and I don't think they're they're that old back then. Uh, oh, of course, right. We're talking. We're talking from 
taking the time. them from the times. Yeah, not taking them from, from okay. right now. So 95 and 85, yeah. Caruso and Norris, respectively. When are we taking you from? Me from today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> Julianne Moore. When are we taking her from? I want to say probably about the 90s, like mid-90s. Mid-90s. Oh, so we're talking um, um, John Goodman, Big Lebowski. Yeah. So I want to say like 96, Gillian Anderson, probably about the same, about 96. Yeah. Uh, Isla Fisher... You know what? Should we just say three ninety sixes? Yeah, it's all about the fucking same, isn't it? Yeah. Clearly, ninety six was a fucking great vintage for hot <laughs> red headed women. God damn! Well done, you redheads, you bastards! You're gonna, you're the six of you will make tremendously attractive, beautiful, easily sunburnt, beautiful children. <laughs> <laughs> Who are on or on Mars because you're not really going to get the sun anyway. Exactly, the red planet. Yes. Yeah. Now and, and now I get the now I can break out the excuse to say get your ass to Mars. <laughs> yes. Uh, Excellent. Well, that was a very good, very good. Ask dangerous. So yeah, I think so. I think it's done and dusted now. So we can all just sod off. Welcome back to Bad Dad Joke Corner. Are you a dad that tells bad jokes? A mum that tells dad jokes? Or can you just not help yourself? Well, get in touch because we want to hear your terrible jokes. Even if you're listening to this weeks or months later, please, please send yours into T-I-D-R-P inbox. Remember, that's all one word. T-I-D-R-P inbox at gmail.com. Key music. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It is simply impossible to put down. It was a singer. Bing. Okay. Right. If you like that shit, don't be shy. We've already had Babble Babe get in touch with us about where she's listening in from. Do not be shy. If you get in touch with us and say, hey, we've got a bad dad joke, we'll we'll use it. Yes. We'll use it. Don't use one before. Exactly. Don't rely on this twat to do it all the time. You'll get sick of it. Get in touch. You know you want to hear your name. Whether you're a podcaster, whether you're uh, a fan, it doesn't matter. Get in touch. You know you want. You know you want to hear your name. If you don't want to hear your name, then say I want to do it anonymously. But here's a joke. Either way, it doesn't matter. Come on. We need some audience participation. We will love you for it. People are not knocking down the door. (laughs) No, they're not. So your joke will get told. Where are you listening in from? Right. 
fucking around and like we did a 50 minute ask not ask dangerous we did a 50 we'll minute way back when. we'll have a way back when thank you very much i need a wee i need a drink i need to blow my nose and we need to go for gas so let's bugger off <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to come back and listen to another edition of the game show that is Going for Gaz. He's been on fire for the past two weeks with two Going for Gazes, and then here we are. It's round three. Can he get a step closer to that fifth and final Going for Gaz prize? Let's welcome him to the hot seat. It's the one and only Gaz. Aloha. Hello. How's it going this week for you, Gaz, for this special third edition of going for gas are you going to get three in a row today i don't know i'm mildly inebriated mildly inebriated i'm sleep deprived and i have no fucking bed oh um, yeah. <laughs> i don't know it'd be great uh, i've heard myself in in um in uh, editing going like i'm psyched i'm pumped i could do this and then i've heard myself the next week going like oh who's that twat going i'm psyched and i'm pumped um <laughs> so i've had two ends of the spectrum um i you know what my luck's gonna run out sometime it might be tonight it might be next time i don't think i'm gonna be a champion on my first attempt but you know what i'll give it a bloody good go Let's crack on, dude. Okay, let's go for round one of who of what who and what am I? Or what am I? Not who, what am I? <laughs> All right, this is gonna be a longer one for you on this one, but yeah, uh, okay, okay. Here we go. I was born sixth of December nineteen fifty one. I am a former footballer and manager. I made my first team debut for Queen's Park Rangers against Liverpool in March sixty nine. I was captain and central midfielder player in the 1970s and key player in the QPR side that came close to winning their first ever league title in 1976. I won 12 caps for England between 1974 and 76. I left QPR for Crystal Palace in 79, subsequently returned to QPR for a second spell before I moved to Coventry. In August 1983, I was appointed player manager of Exeter City. Uh, I had further short playing spells at Cardiff, Swansea and Portsmouth before I moved to Bristol Rovers. I ended my playing career in 1987. Following this, my, I succeeded Bobby Gold as the manager of third division side Bristol Rovers. In 1990, he guided them to the I guided them to the Pirates to the league third division title and thus won they won promotion to the second division but a year later i returned to qpr as the manager 
I left QPR in 1994 for Spurs and went back to QPR in 1998. Who am I? Bloody hell. Okay, I'm I'm reeling. I'm trying to write all this down. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I mean, that's the longest, that's the most I've said to QPR in, <laughs> in sentences for a long time. That's a bit tr- I think I know who it is, to be fair. Um, I think I've got a good idea. Okay. Well, actually, well, it's about two or three. No. Because yeah, I couldn't I, I couldn't take everything in. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Um so I had one and, and then it's all gone completely tits up for a second. <laughs> nineteen fifty one might be just a little bit too so ninety four. 90 is going to be 40. 96, that's going to be 45. I don't think that is old enough. Um, Because I thought for a second it was going to be Terry Venables. Um... But I I just think that 1951 is going to be too early. It's going to be too early for Terry Venables. Okay. Um, okay, he started he started at QPR in 1969. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, he said that, and then he was captain. So he started QPR in 1969. He was centre midfield, and he was captain, and then he left in 1976. 79. Sorry? In 79, he left. Oh. Then he moved back for a second spell before moving to Coventry. See, that's where it's... That's what's bothering me. It's the Coventry bit. He was a player, so he ended his career in '87. His playing career, anyway. In '87, came a manager in 1990 of Bristol Rovers. Went back to QPR as manager. Left QPR for Spurs in '94, and then went back to QPR in '98. See, I know if I just keep. The mu. Oh, okay, 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 okay. This is going to be previous fucking. Okay, there's got to be. Oh, come on. Come on, Gads. I didn't think this would stump you as much as it has. Uh, 
1951, so in the 80s, 80s, so 81, he would have been 30. Oh, 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 um, um, is this going to be... Oh, um, <laughs> shit, what's his fucking name? Um, <laughs> oh, he looks like fucking Peter Stringfellow. Fuck's sake. <sighs> he was crap. I'm sure he probably would have been an absolutely fine manager, but he became the epitome of a shit man. Jerry Francis. Is that your final answer? No. Jerry Francis, is that uh, who you're going with? No? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, after looking at all the editing for uh, Going for Gaz, yeah, this is the longest, this is the segment that took the most amount of fucking editing. So I'm, I'm just going to say, just going to say Jerry Francis because I'm sick of the editing. <laughs> okay, well, you've gone Jerry Francis. I did go a bit trickier this week. <sighs> You're correct to go, Jerry Francis. It was Jerry Francis. It took me so long. I can't believe I didn't. Okay. My brain kept going, kept going, Ray Wilkins, Ray Wilkins. It's not Ray Wilkins. Shut up. Ray Wilkins, Ray Wilkins, Ray Wilkins, Ray Wilkins. Oh, God. There's no Man United mentioned in there, though. No, I know. No AC Milan. Or, or no Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That was really fucking stupid. It's only when you said, it's only just I realised QPR. I, Coventry, I didn't know he went to Coventry. No, no, I don't think many people did. No, <laughs> did. But, but the QPR Spurs uh, connection, yeah. yeah, I got that. I didn't realise he went back either. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to round two, or retro question. Many 1980s kids grew up on VHS cassette recorders. What does VHS stand for? Oh, that is... Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Video. Video. Video home. Video home. Video home. Video home. I know it's... Oh. Just so you know, I know it's video home. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ah, video home slot. <sighs> Stupidity. Video home. Do <sighs> I don't want to lose video home, video home, video system, system, video home system. You've gone video home system, that's correct, yes. Yes, <laughs> such a dumbass, right? Yes, <laughs> any okay. kid should have known that, any 90s kid, 80s, 90s kid should have known that, fucking hell. Okay, so we'll go round three, which is home 90s or away 80s. I'm not be a pussy. I'm going to go away 80s. 
Oh, okay. I know, I know. It's just, I don't find... Yeah, yeah. Go on. Oh, twat. Okay. <laughs> Which 1984 film by John Hughes only took two days to write? Oh, fuck me, dude. Um, I only took two days to write. Okay, so it's one of, like, two or three. Because I'm not... I'm not that big on John Hughes films. Like, even when I was a kid, I was a bit like, uh, mm. like I, I obviously, I obviously, I love John Hughes. Something with Molly Ringwald in, and I, I'm, I, I'm almost completely sure, which doesn't narrow it down too much. It's something like Pretty in Pink, Breakfast Club, or Sixteen Candles. Okay. Well, if it narrows it down a bit for you, I might give you a clue and say it is one of those three you've just mentioned. All right, cool. Okay, all right, okay. Breakfast Club is too... Yeah. Breakfast Club, I feel like... It... You know, the thing with John Hughes films is that we seem to have fucking plot holes. Like, here you go, here's a complicated storyline, and then they would just go whoop, and then jump. And you're like, how did we get here? <laughs> um, and Breakfast Club did seem a tiny bit like that but it's still too it's still too sophisticated so it's pretty in pink or 16 candles <sighs> any mini candles you've gone 16 candles is the answer mm, no oh yes oh no. <laughs> Go. Go. Okay, you've gone 16 candles. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're no, not I'm going 16 candles. It's, it's pretty in pink. No, fuck off. No. No. 16 candles. Go on. Fuck off. Okay, that Go is on, correct. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Three. Okay. <laughs> Why did you right. do this to me? Round, round four. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? Round four. Four, yes. True, true or false? Oh God. <laughs> based, based on Stop. the novel. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> I don't read. I can't read. Based on the novel by S. E. Hinton, the eight, 1983 film The Outsiders was the beginning of many famous actors' careers, such as Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, and Rob Lowe. Is that true or false? Oh, that one's easy. True. It is true, yes. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Is that three? Is that three weeks? It is, yeah. Fucking hell. No. You few mixtures of changing your mind and doing a load of stuff and be like oh i'm not sure if i want that one is it that one or is it that one i mean this this you know doesn't doesn't you know there's no time limit on here i guess <laughs> Dude, like I going can't. for gold <laughs> it's like bloody hell no i need to start doing a tiny start doing a time limit <laughs> i think this is about a 45 minute segment oh my <laughs> lord oh. Well, you've overcome the third hurdle. So next week is the fourth one. It's the semi-final next week to see if you can get to that final fifth. I'm tired now. Just hold on. <laughs> well, okay. 
that's, that's, that's keep you a rest and say for this week say goodbye Gaz goodbye Gaz and now let's Hey there, Gaz and Dange, it's Brandon from Namely 90s, your brother horseman in this retro apocalypse. Andrew is off building a new recording studio in his backyard, so he won't be able to make it today. But we have a little quiz for you, a memory game, if you will, that Gaz has brilliantly named Quotely 90s. Each week, we'll send you a quote and see if you can guess its origin from some piece of pop culture in the 90s. Just remember, our worlds weren't as interconnected back then since we lived across the pond and the internet still ran at 26 kilobits per second. We'll also, for our own amusement, do multiple readings and either do poor imitations of the character slash person who said it, or just poor imitations of whoever we feel like. Was that enough of a setup for you lads? Are you ready for Quotely 90s? Name the show, and if possible, the character who said this. Moon, Prism, Power, Makeup. Moon, prism, power, makeup. Moon, prism, power, makeup. Moon, prism, power, makeup. Uh, we would, yeah, we would do poor imitation for our own amusement. He's talking about himself. <laughs> In the yeah. uh, in, in, you know, in multiples there. Well done. That's good. He's just he's he's lost it. <laughs> well done, Brandon. You've completely lost it, my friend. And uh, was it? <laughs> what was the other ones that we you know, we might also do really bad impressions? Yep, you've also said us again. Well done, or <laughs> we will do. I don't know. Um, well, that was that was awesome. Not to not to criticise you, but it does sound like you're losing your shit. Well done. <laughs> Welcome to our worlds. Uh, well done. Um, actually, you know what? I completely again for a second week in a row, completely fucked. Don't have a clue. You don't know. Uh, I mean, you? I'm, I'm not quite sure to be honest. Oh, man, I think he stumped us. Is it Andrew? Is it Andrew that does all the easy ones? And Brandrew, Brandrew, Brandon's just been there going, I want to quote a Spanish film from 1991. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Los Hablos del Diablos. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's pretty make sense. Is it the speakers of the devil? But yeah. anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it's just, yeah. Ito mame tambien. That is actually a real film that I've seen. Um, it sounds like something crazy like Pokemon would say, but I don't know if that hardcore in terms of... It sounds like it comes from something that was passed up where we were like beyond our realms of right. watching capabilities in terms of like, were we interested in watching cartoons in these eras or whatever? Or maybe right. it was just something that we just weren't interested in. In the UK, I don't know. Um, I mean, if it's something like Pokemon, I wasn't interested in Pokemon. So no, like... no, no I, me neither. Yeah, we 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 are in the minority. I feel. Yeah. Um, 
few of us, there's two of us, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> it's just us two. And then everyone else is like, oh, I'm going to Pokemon, I'm going to find Pokemon. It's like, all right, then whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's toss it over to them and find out what it was then, shall yeah, we? So we give up, yeah? Do you, have they beaten I, us? I, I think so. I mean, I'm 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 going to say something stupid like Pokemon, but I don't think it is. Okay. But but really, so not a Scooby Doo. So in our first week, we didn't know. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, but I said mm, I think that's Disney, and it ended up being Lion King. So yeah. we can you know we we kind of like Half you know, ask yes. But yeah. I don't, don't think it is. But I don't. But this is this is not a Scooby Doo. What is it? Let's have a little listen. Okay, then, you namely boys, sock it to us. What is it? I feel like that was a softball after last week, but you both have admitted to having a blind spot in the anime department. If you did manage to pull this one from Context Clues, I'm going to kick myself for not being more obscure with the quote. is said by Usagi Tsukino to transform into the pretty sailor soldier of love and justice, Sailor Moon. Technically in the original English dub, Serena Tsukino doesn't say makeup, but I recently watched Sailor Moon Eternal on Netflix, which is a continuation of the Sailor Moon Crystal series, which in turn is a reboot of the animated part of the franchise that sticks closer to the manga in art style and story. Recommend checking that out if you want a dose of nostalgia without all the filler. And if you're interested in hearing more about Sailor Moon, we discuss it as one of our topics on next Monday's August 1995 episode of Namely 90s. Find it on your platform of choice at namely90s.com slash listen. Now back to the Pretty Guardians, Gaz and Dange. Yes, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I think that was what was that? Ninety six. Z. I have no, I've got no fucking idea. I remember uh, hearing about it, but I don't remember watching it. Yeah, I don't, we, I don't think it came around. over straight away. And if it did, it came over in like ninety seven to the UK. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like it's late nineties, early noughties, and we like again. Uh, yeah, yeah. We missed it. Like, if we're if we're watching. Um, uh, cartoons from the Orient. Mm. Uh, it's yeah, we're still going. Oh, what? Why can't I watch more Transformers? I think <laughs> we're still. I think we're still obsessed about that. And it's just oh, man, I don't know. It's just, we, we we missed something. Um, I think as a know, kid in the US, they would probably love it. Well, as Brandon yeah. said, they they did love it. But I think over here, when we're in our what we're ninety six, I want to say. What was I then? About 14, 15, something like that. So if that's ninety six. That's mental. I didn't realise it was over here so early. Well, I mean, fair play to them. They beat us this week. They yeah. beat us this week. But next week we shall get our revenge. Well, uh, guys, we appreciate it. Thank you for every single week giving us another one to guess. Okay, are we done? We're done. We're done. 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 <laughs> okay, and Sanex and Dangerheads, we're done for another week. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget the main show. That's the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show. But that's all you're getting from us. It's time to leave you in our dust like Outrun. Say goodbye, Joey. 
See you later, navigators. <laughs>